Randy. Randy, searching. Access denied. Denied. B. Rockhoff. Has been located. Upling complete.
Saturday night, everybody. Now, what Mom. time is this? I ain't never heard this before. Never heard about what would you do? Should you have? What would you do if you saw that? I never remember home? it sounding like this. <laughs> is this the remake? <laughs> <laughs> this, this the OG. This is the original. This ain't the original version. I ain't never heard this song. <laughs> Try that on TV. We ain't seen or heard from her. It's okay. Talk about fucking two things at one time. Okay, Claudio okay. Ortiz. All right. <laughs> All right, everybody. As you heard that, and that is the original. I don't know where were you at, Monique. That's the what? Were you in college by then? Okay, don't do that. Don't don't age shame me. Don't be that watch the whole episode of Lady Two Miss. You see that was the okay, don't make me act like Robin and jump up. Okay. Let's not do that. Now I don't remember where I was, but I don't remember that version of the song at all. 
Let me see. Let me see what part you might remember. The, the, the only version I remember. This city had a remix here. That's on caramel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Anything I want, I got it. Okay, so I got two. I got two different songs going. <laughs> okay. All right, people. So, um, first of all, let me get a little backstory real quick. So, my two thousands. 30-second birthday party is coming up real soon, so I had to get into the 2000s mix because I'm trying to get my playlist together for my party on April 2nd. Is B. Angie B. going to be any part of that um, playlist? You know what? Now, shout out to B. Angie B. because, you know, she was on FNL Radio back in the day. Y'all go check the episode out. Surprise Monique because, you know, she always mentioned B. Angie B. on the show, so I surprised her with a little birthday shout out from B. Angie B. But we haven't had a post on, I don't know. We haven't heard from BNGB since. Since she said a happy birthday song, okay? <laughs> yes, look now. But BNGB, wherever you at, we love you. Come back on the show just so we know you're good and great, okay? But, um, you know, shout out to City High, you know, again, Quarter Ortiz and the one that was on um, the Addict show on um, A&E. What was that show? Uh, Intervention. And then Ryan Toby, I'm who. Like- yeah, you know, he's on I just remember what well, I just remember the one that was on um Sister Act. Yeah, Ryan Toby, the songwriter, you know, producing all that good stuff, but you know, the baby daddy, Cordette, was a husband, but she was fucking with the old intervention dude beforehand and whatnot. You know, his whole mixture in the group, so you know, you know, DNA all everywhere. But shout out to um City High and you know, again, that song was like a popping song back in the day. But you didn't really listen to the lyrics till you got older and realized this is a deep, sad-ass song. So, you know, baby crying on the floor all along, well, that hungry. Was, that, was the only, the money. that was that one and only song. Yeah, that and Caramel, because, you know, the group, but the dynamic up, because, you know, missing business with pleasure all up and through, so. I miss all you. those things Claudette Ortiz came to write for Flawisha, because you was up here on <laughs> RB Divas Hope, Okay. <laughs> You was on your last leg, okay? <laughs> oh, my goodness. But as you can hear, people, we are FNL Radio. <laughs> <laughs> and then it made me think about that episode where they was talking, um, who was that said that um, Dawn from Invoke was riding around in that car and they, <laughs> and they had to keep pulling over on the side of the road. Um, to put the water in it. <laughs> Yes. Um, oh. oh, um, Rule old song, old song, um, single. Yeah. They said every time they turn around, they had to put over the side of the road and keep putting water in the car because the car kept running hot. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, yes. But, uh, people, it's FNL Radio. It's your boy, Doc. Got no more. On the end as well. Yes, no, Cynthia Loving. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Hi. All my loves. How y'all doing out there tonight? Y'all see Reggie is already coming with the chips. <laughs> but look, people, we at least we left y'all a month without a show. So we did a show last month. Or, no, we did a show in January. We skipped Black History Month. Cause there was a lot going on in the Black History Month already. It, you know, at the beginning of the month, you had dick pics from Nelly and Lil Fizz. And at the end of the month, you had dick pics <laughs> allegedly from, um, um, what's the dude's name? Um, I forgot. It was one last, oh, Big Sean. But Big Sean said it wasn't him. But that's, you know, having that confirmed and whatnot. But so hopefully there's no dick pics, no foolishness in the month of 
um, March because February Black History Month there was a lot of bullshit and foolishness all up and through. So FNL, we decided to skip out on the festivities because you know we bring the foolishness anyway. So we just wanted to take a step back, let everyone else do the mess. So, <laughs> but um, thank you all for always tuning in to FNL Radio, checking us out. We are on Facebook at FNL Radio, and then um. Monique, you catch on at Cookie Love nineteen eighty or no Bad News Star eighty. Well, yeah, oh, so on the, on the Twitter, it's yeah. at Cookie Love nineteen eighty yeah. on and on the gram, it's <laughs> Bad News Doll nineteen eighty. Y'all can uh, I haven't really actually been on Instagram in a very long time. I know I haven't um, seen no, no reels or nothing, no stories. You popping your uh, Pastor Troy for some. Uh, <laughs> With some packs of tea and stuff, some detox. <laughs> I have been rather busy, and so you know, I typically do those reels in the border on my way to work. But I've been rather busy um, with work, so I really haven't done any, um, you know, shameless plugs to get this tea in. But I did get an order. Shout out to my girl Raven. Got an order for three thirty packs uh, of the tea, honey. So I will be getting to this money, be getting to this bag. So, you know, I felt like dollar bill, honey, money, money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I got another order for another 30-pack and a uh, bottle of the multi-liquid vitamins. So, but no, you guys can't catch me on, on Instagram at Bad News Doll 1980. The last time I think someone posted my um, nail tag will post, um, you know, where she does my nails. Shout out to Miss Rose down there to the Fusion Nail Spa in Carytown. So, I got to get back on the ground. I've been a little busy. Okay, got to get back on the ground. Yeah, kind of like, okay, I haven't seen him take no shots in the morning lately. Okay. <laughs> and, and spit it back out in the shot glass. Allegedly. Yes. <laughs> but Monique has shown her before and after on there, so it does work, people. So, again, if you're trying to get your new year new, my me body and all that good stuff taken care of, especially springtime's coming up, the weather's yeah, getting a little warmer. On. You know, I, I know it's gonna be 80 degrees on Monday. I'm not saying it's time right now to get beach. I'm right. not saying it's time right there for the beach, but you know, if you guys want to get beach body ready, uh-huh. just hit me up, honey. I told y'all the text uh detox. There will be D E T O X to 804-252-3956 if you guys are interested. And get your detox on, okay? Let's yeah. this plug down. Right, people are going to give another little plug too. People, if you want to get your little wax taken care of down beneath, above, below, and whatnot, my sister, she's a wax now, or she um, does waxings and stuff like that. She does hair too, so you get your hair done and all that good stuff at the Garden Lounge in Virginia Beach. Her and her friend um, have a um, they building, they're doing their stuff now. So, people, you need to get your, you know, you, get your situation taken care of. Get your lashes done. I know you got your lashes on deck, Monique, but you know you could, you know, run a little booth and whatnot. But you need to get your eyebrows done and everything. You wax the love down the love below. Get your armpits done. Your mustache taken care of. Your beard. Go ahead to uh, <laughs> the Garden Lounge in Virginia Beach, everybody. So um, that's the Garden Lounge VB on Instagram as well. So and if um, she's looking for another lash, tell tell your sister holler at me. Okay, now I only do strip lashes. Okay. I don't do no individuals or whatnot, but okay. I do do strip lashes, okay? And okay. I run a special every month. All right. All right. Okay. Yes, yes, people. And lashes also, by Mo. Yes, lashes by Mo, absolutely. And, of course, also, people, if you don't want to go nowhere right now, I understand because 
the gas prices are crazy right now in LA. When my friends hit me up, it's like the gas is like five seventy one out there. I said, "Bless your soul." Gas is like three forty out here. I can imagine, or three fifty nine, or no, it's three seventy nine today. So I can imagine what it is in Philly, because usually in Philly it's like a good dollar and some more expensive. So I know it's like probably four dollars and some change up there. So yeah, don't catch me on road trips lately, everybody. I paid three thirty nine this morning, and that was just to fill up, you know, a little say say my mm-hmm. little Mercedes. Um. Tomorrow we have to go to Harrisonburg because Jaden is playing um, in a basketball tournament. So I was asking Smiley. I told him I wanted to drive my truck. He was like, "Well, if I would you, I would drive whatever is the cheapest, and that truck will cost you over a hundred dollars to fill up to get to Harrisonburg." So if I would you, I would drive the car. So yes, I'm gonna drive his car to Harrisonburg tomorrow. But yes, the gas prices are steady going up. So. Yeah, people, prayers to everyone in Ukraine as well. I don't know if Natalie from 90 Day Fiance is over there because Mike didn't do, get a green card, but prayers to everyone in Ukraine right now, the whole situation with Russia. You know, it's a lot going on in the world right now. Everyone, so prayers up to everyone out there. And President Biden, we are counting on you to get these goddamn prices under control with this goddamn gas. You, know, you yeah. had my vote. Exactly. Right. The student loans, but Biden out here trying to get all the uh, people from the PPP loans. He said he coming at y'all. So y'all was out here perpetrating with them PPP loans. Shout out to Baby Blue Well from Pretty Ricky and everyone else involved. And, and y'all um, out here doing the scams. Um, Arkansas Mo. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Biden's coming for y'all. He did the press conference the other day. Coming to Harris. Shout out to the AKA. But, you know, she was like, used to lock the niggas up out in um, Cali. So she was still the happiest day. Like, okay. But, you know, that's not a hear noise over there. But. Just, you know, PPP and I people. should apply for one of them loans because I am going to start a little <laughs> business. Once I finish with this goddamn administrator uh, in training program, I am seriously thinking about starting. Um, and this is all serious, though. I am thinking about, like, starting some type of business where I can help anybody else who is going through this program, you know, mentoring them, you know, explaining to them the process, all the different things you have to go through, and then, um, you know, helping uh, any administrators and training prepare for this license, license exam for a small fee. <laughs> so, okay, okay. All right, so, so let's begin to assistance. Yeah, so I, I'm definitely thinking about it. Once I finish this program, I'm thinking about maybe um, doing a YouTube video to talk about my whole experience because it's been one hell of an experience. But again, you know, just kind of helping people and trying to guide them through the process and also preparing them for the license exam. So okay. once I, you know, finish with everything that I need to finish, so I should have applied for one of them got the MPCT loans. <laughs> So yes. that um, you know, I could get my what is it, five hundred one C, get my LLC and all yes. that good stuff. So yes. yeah, shout the LLC Twitter just to be like baby going Bell Collective. Um, okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't do that, don't do that too. Um, I, I can't think of her name, her that her that woman. Yes. <laughs> Oh my goodness. But yes, everybody, we have missed you all, as you can tell. Um, I also had to give myself a shout out because I just got an email last month on the 15th, February 15th. It was the seventh anniversary of my ministry, everybody. Um, it's been seven years since I've been a minister. Okay. And, you know? <laughs> so I want to give a shout out to my church, the great Baptist Ebenezer, two stones at the Church of God in Christ. Get the viper, watch what you say, or get checked AME. 
shout out to my church everybody's going to send some donations some um tithes and offerings you know then and again I do. remember whatever <laughs> donations you get put them right on into the fnl <laughs> account okay in the fnl pool absolutely so you know i do um weddings i do bar mitzvahs i do it all so people you know you need some people that need to be you know baptized and whatnot i got you a little sprinkle of spring water little kroger water on the forehead and stuff like that i got y'all a little extra <laughs> virgin olive oil from Batoli. i got you on the forehead with the cross so just check me out everyone that got me so <laughs> yes yes but um before we also get started two people on the series so i do have to give it um dedicate the show to um someone that's been like family to me for like years my sister's best friend timmy timmy patterson also known as Kiara in the um in the club scene, passed away last week on Friday. So um celebrating the life of um Timmy on the show tonight, everybody. So make sure. Um okay. yes, yeah, so definitely rest in peace and fly high to Timmy. Um Timmy, rest in paradise. Yes, yes. All right. So kicking off the show, everybody. So we had a lot that went on again in the month of February. It seemed like February was the month of everybody having babies or have, being pregnant. So first off, I've got to give a congratulations to Rihanna and ASAP Rocky, who announced that they are expecting their first child. So Rihanna's been outside, baby outside, it's cold, no, um, no jacket on the baby's stomach and stuff like that because she got the crop shots <laughs> going and stuff like that. Baby is cold with the blanket. Yeah, with the feet through the sheer. Yes. So I said, okay, man, once she actually came on out there and showed that she was pregnant, we ain't, she ain't took no uh, rest yet, honey. She ain't took a seat yet. No, so congratulations to Rihanna. Uh, ASAP Rocky. Is, yes, yes. ASAP Rocky. Congratulations yes. to you. Now, is this his first child? This is his first child. I had to do, do Google church to make sure because, you know, he is a home nigga. So we had to make sure that That's he, this is now, his first child. I know child. this is Rihanna's first child, but I cannot remember if he has some kids somewhere. Now, I don't remember him having a track record like, oh, uh, I, well, I want to say two chains, like uh, Sierra's baby daddy. I don't oh, yeah, think future. he has no track. Yeah, he don't have no track record like that. But I can't yeah. remember if ASAP Rocky had, um, you know, any other children out there. Right, right. So no, he he couldn't clear and clear. So Rihanna is the first okay. kid together. So congratulations to the couple there. Also, Kiki Wyatt. <sighs> now, at this point, Kiki, I think you're being stingy because you're trying to get all the tax credits at this point. At the, you know, in life because. All them damn kids you got, you heard when they said, oh, you want to get this extra text break and stuff like that. You get have these amount of kids and stuff like that. You just was going for the long haul. Well, yeah. I told you, I believe at this point, <laughs> she has got to have worms. I just, you know, and again, you know, but I will say, on the other hand, you know, she could feed them and clothe them and take care of them, let her have them. But something tells me this is not her, this is not going to be the last child. This is baby number 11. But something tells me, honey, I don't think this is going to be her last. She, that's one thing about Kiki Wild, what we know for sure, she may not come out with another album, but what we know for sure is she is going to have to have a husband. She's going to get a husband one way or the other, and she is going to give him a baby or two. Yes, and she's going to sing If Only You Knew. 50 million times. <laughs> like, she recorded the damn song originally. So... So, yeah. She, yeah. She keeps her a man and keeps her a baby. And keeps her, if you only knew cover, uh, at a Golden Corral near you. 
So then also. And they had the cutest little um coming out little pictures. You know, everybody had on the t-shirts that said either big brother or big sister. I think they were missing just one of her kids in yeah. the picture. And then the, the daddy, they had on that shirt last one. I just don't believe this is going to no, be the last, last one. No, Cause you know, it's I'm gonna be some more tax, tax checks. Tax I don't think that's gonna be the last husband either. But no. I digress. Yeah, I don't really <laughs> want to see. You know, put my mouth, honey, on your on your marriage. But some some tell me this ain't gonna be the last baby or the last husband. You go get married again, and you go get that man by two, three babies too. Yeah, it's like a track record. It's like a bad boy contract. Two albums, two kids. Next husband, you done. So we're gonna see what happens with Kiki, but you know, and speaking of the 2000s part, I remember that rumor back in the day when Kiki White first came out, and they were saying that she, well, it wasn't rumor, but she ended up confirming that she stabbed the husband, could they had to fight and stuff like that. So you know, Kiki been through. Oh it. yeah, that was the very first husband. Yeah, mm-hmm. so out in Shelbyville, Tennessee. So she been through it, but she, you know, she's still thriving, still singing if only you knew, and not even the Avant song, my first love or nothing. But you know, it is what it is. Um. <laughs> They're also speaking of um, old acts, the brat and Judy, Big Booty Judy or Judy the Great. Hey, what her name is? I think Judy Lo- Big Booty Judy is it Or Judy Big Booty Judy or Judy yeah. Hair Care, whatever. So they just got married. So congratulations to the couple there. Again, uh, and I was confused by them pictures. Mm. Now, okay, mm. now, the Miss Brett, your real name is Shantae, I believe. Yeah, Shantae now, Harris, yes. <laughs> I'm not sure what did you have. I guess she took a page out of Billy Porter's book. <laughs> so I guess she had a, a tuck dress. Uh, I don't know what that was. And then one time you looked like you had on a whole gown. I'm not sure <laughs> what none of that was. But um, yeah, but like you said, they did try to not. Um, I guess the date was what, 222 22. Uh-huh. So, congrats to them. <laughs> and then, um, I guess it came out a couple of weeks before that that Miss Judy is expecting. Now, I think this is what number child is this for Judy? I feel like it's two because she got the grown daughter who was on the show. So, I don't know if this is her second. And she had a grandchild. So, okay. I don't know if this is. Yeah, okay, now. And then this would be Shantae's first child. So, obviously. So all right, we can... now Shantae, my fellow Aries. Now I wonder too, because we know we, we are the reason at the end of the show we say don't bust people's heads with bottles and use your words. Now this lavish wedding was very nice. You, I would say too, your wig was nice, your hair was nice, the suit dress was very nice because very feminine. You know, I, I was expecting the brat to walk down the aisle with a whole three piece suit and everything, but she looked nice. But with this whole wedding, you're on a honeymoon now and everything like that. I know you're on Dish Nation. You're on the Born to Hip Hop shows. You got the Brad Love Judy show on WeTV. But let the streets tell WeTV don't only pay y'all in peanuts. Have you paid that girl off yet that you owe that restitution well, to? Well, I Ray don't Ray. believe so because, you know, that's why she was hesitant um, initially with even marrying that, that woman, well, I can uh-huh. say that woman, marrying <laughs> Judy, because she had that, those resti- that restitution fee hanging over her head. And I guess, you know, she did not want to, you know, drag have Judy, in, yeah, yeah, have Judy involved in that and drag, like you said, drag her in because I guess Judy's hair cat line is very, um, prosperous uh-huh. and, um, she does pretty well for herself. 
So yeah, I can see her not wanting to drag Judy and get her involved in that and have her wrapped up in all her financial troubles and woes and things like that. But I don't think that she has paid off that money. Um, yeah, she didn't pay, like you said, Ricky Smiley paying a Dish Nation paying a um we TV painter and trident layers as you would say. <laughs> so I don't know. Child. I guess she got a little um I don't, I guess that she she I guess she got some royalties. I guess Jermaine Dupree she got she got some royalty from from um the breakfast the father something. She was the first female rapper to go platinum. That's the Black History Month you know Black History Month has passed. She is the first female rapper to go platinum, so we got to give her flowers for that. I don't know, Mariah kicked off a little change or something like, here, go, you know, do this and stuff like that, but, you know, maybe JD and Mariah gave her a little cushion change to get this wedding taken care of. So, yeah, so, you know, again, congrats to Brett and Judy, congrats to Kiki White and her husband, and congrats to ASAP Rocky and Rihanna. Did we do about anybody else? Um, Shay, love hip hop. Um, which one, Atlanta and Miami, but Shay Jackson or Shay Bucky from if y'all remember back in the day on Flavor Love, yeah, she expected her first child. Mama D gave her congratulations and stuff like that. I don't know who the baby father is because I don't care to see or care to know who it is, but you know, just want to give her congratulations, I suppose. I think she's like 40 something years old with a first child, so that's a good look. So, congratulations to you. It's not easy. Look, she's been around since I was in high school, Listen, so she got to be that old. <laughs> well, you know, they love a lot about their age. Right. But the way she likes to fight and act like a fool, <laughs> I always thought, you know, because she, she acts with the mindset of a 22-year-old. I mean, definitely, I knew she was not 22, but I thought maybe she was in her early 30s. You know, because she acts very immature. You know, every show she on, she's trying to fight and carrying on, like, again, someone who is you know, 21, 22, even though I knew that she was not that young. But I didn't think that she was as old as me. Not that I'm very old, but... Alright, so I just um, looked up. She's 38 years old. Okay. Well... Still old enough, but okay. You were old enough to act like you got some sense on them shows. Exactly. So, I mean, congratulations to you and your first child. Uh, Don't know if you're a a father's child, but congratulations regardless. Now... Move on to some more drama real quick in these streets. So, Tiana Taylor is mad at a um, TikToker who she calls a whitey TikToker because the video went viral about her being allegedly abusing drugs and Iman Shumpert cheating on her. So, this all stemmed from a TikTok user named at K Lash or whatever, uh, who depicted an unnamed singer with two daughters who watches her husband dance with the stars. Of course, we know Iman Shumpert was up there last year. So the account mm-hmm. says that it has, quote-unquote, unconfirmed stories and parodies from those who want to submit them. So people submit the stories in and doesn't name names of those in the rumor situations. But from what the fans have gathered, the allegations are likely being um, made against Tiana. And the video claims that a singer learned her husband cheated on her before she was discovered on the bathroom floor after having too much candy. Shout out to Nippy. The singer in said um, video then shares um, Instagram post from November 28th to update fans on her health, which Tiana did um, on the day after hospital visit. So Tiana went back on social media and said, the person who sent in this cap-ass TikTok story is a fool. The person who reenacted this cap-ass story is a fool. She better have her court coin ready. But the person who believed that cap-ass story is are the biggest fools. Shaking my head. 
And she said, y'all allow a whitey girl to pull some shit like this during Black History Month? Don't bring Black people into this right now, Tiana. And I think this all stemmed from, I guess, possibly, I guess, maybe an assistant that was working with Tiana Taylor. Mm-hmm. And Amon Shuper actually sent this girl this information. And again, like you said, the stories were very, very close. Um, so in her description, so basically she stated, you know, this person's husband won um, Dancing with the Stars, which we all know Iman Schubert won Dancing with the Stars. They have two daughters. We all know, you know, little Junie and the other baby is her, is their daughters. Um, she talked about, did she talk about the, the person being a singer? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, she also talked about the husband being an NBA player. Mm-hmm. So, you know, again, these are all the similarities in the description matches Tiana Taylor and Iman Shupert. And we all know that, you know, at one point in time, Iman Shupert was unfaithful mm-hmm. to Tiana Taylor. And then they were able to kind of, you know, mend things. And then she ended up having another baby. Yeah, so, but that part on the rug though, they don't want people to know about that part. But it was an old baby girl on social media, pretty much having like the, I think it was the door code to their house or something, or the cell phone pad, um, keypad locked or something was like that, where she had the combination locked or something, and it was proven to be true. But of course, Tiana, you know, I don't want to say save face, but people do look at them. You know, a lot of the younger kids look at them as like the gold couple because you know they're always together they do business yeah, together yeah. they got the kids and stuff like that so they can't put the image of being the it the couple georgian, of, yeah the georgian we have today right well so yeah so i see why and you know petunia don't want to mess up her coin with the you know e network she got to show on there and stuff or they have to show on there so i can see why in that regard but at the same time it's like all right now yeah i don't know you know i don't know who's and it's different that harlem candy that starburst but hey and you know and also in today's time and era you know because a lot of celebrities you know mess with that 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 nose candy they don't mm-hmm. really consider that a drug right you know, that's the everyday like activity they, yeah like they consider like crack that's, and that's heroin, like a one you know, a day nippy told y'all crack is whack she makes too much money to ever do crack but yeah. you know Again, like you said, that's their norm. That that nose candy, honey, that is their norm. So to them, you know, that's just like eating a piece of. Well, I don't want to use the word fried chicken because we see <laughs> what happened when. Okay, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Yes. But to them, that's just like eating, you know, Skittles or yes. Mike and Ike. If yes. You will. Yes. So, you know, again, I guess you know everybody does it in that whole entertainment world. So. Right. But you know, Tiana Taylor says that those things are absolutely not true. And um, I guess she's gonna make an example out of her the way uh old Cardi B made an example out of Tasha Taylor. Yes, so. which we're gonna talk about a little later too. But I not sticking up for the YouTuber and stuff like that. I'm not the TikToker because again, she did make a you know announcement beforehand that you know is people submit the stories and she just reenacts it. So it could be someone on Tiana's team who may have sent that story or someone formerly on her team, maybe the former assistant, allegedly, may have sent that story into the TikTok person. And she was like, okay, 
there's some juice here. Let me reenact the message real quick. So I can see it from that point of view there. I also see where Tiana's like upset because the fact it's going to mess with her again, the family image coin. So she's not trying to have nothing mess up her bag at all, which I understand. But at the same time, Tiana, the way you went off, you know, okay. mm-hmm. giving me some other kind of tea, right? But we're not going to, you know, but it is what it is. But at the same time, I get it. So. We're going to keep seeing what, how this plays out, what happens with the story and everything, so we shall see. Um, but move on. Think about y'all. I mean, we do love right. Tiana Taylor. I think she is a great dancer. I think she is a great singer, honey. But we is here for Miss Juni. Yes, yes. <laughs> Juni is the star. That, that is who we is all here for, honey. We yes. don't care that about you being sprawled out in the bathroom for right. allegedly. Yes. We don't care right. that about you um, being, uh, you know, what they said out of it, honey, and right. we we don't care nothing about that. Again, what what happened allegedly in that bathroom, honey? We all love, love Miss Jimmy. That yeah. is who we is here for. Okay. You know, celebrities do a lot of crack in the bathroom. Okay. Remember nipping them Budweiser cans that dirty ass bathroom? Okay. That's what I'm saying. Well, all right. Well, uh, moving on to um, Tiana's. I, don't, I guess you could say her former label. I don't know because I don't know. Even though she has a recording deal right now, because remember she said she retired, but um, and she went out of this contract with Kanye, anyways. But Kanye, or I don't know if we call him Yay. Um, Kanye's been in the news a lot since the last time we did yes, the show. Yes, quite often. Yes, and it news pretty much every single day. Every single fucking day, whether it's him. Being mad at his Pete old Davidson. managers, Pete Davidson, one of Kim Kardashian back, yeah, dating Julia Fox for like his, two his, minutes, his ex mother in law, yes, calling her Chris Jong Un, and spreading the boyfriend business out there. So yeah, yeah, Matthew was uh, invited to a little Chicago's um, birthday party, and uh, Travis Scott had to drop the pin on the location. Uh, I guess he needed some good faith after the whole asteroid situation. So you're trying to get right with God. Um, you got um again trying to get Kim Kardashian bad now. He didn't look like uh I think her name is like Cheyenne or Shanae Jones or something like that. She looked just like him. So he's trying to get the uh-huh, look like yeah, bought a house and run uh-huh. across the street. Yeah, because that girlfriend that he had before shot Cheyenne or Shayna or whatever her name is, that was very short lived. Uh-huh. But um did you check out his documentary on Netflix? So I've watched the first episode. Yeah, I'm on the second episode right now because three episodes. And I would say this too, people. I'm prerequisite this. So everyone knows growing up, I was like the biggest Kanye fan. I still am. I just don't support his foolishness. I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't even listened to the rest of the Donda album. And he got the new version coming out soon. But Kanye is like one of those people that made it cool to be like the nerdy type you know, dressed in polos. Yeah. It was something different. It mm-hmm. wasn't like, even though I'm a big fan of Jay-Z, to have someone like Kanye come along, it's like, oh, this is different. Like, someone I can relate to and everything. But, so that's what I liked about the Genius Project and um, where you can see, like, his, him coming up. Where and even though he had a cocktail attitude yeah. and stuff like that, but he was, he believed in himself. So I liked that aspect of it and the things he had to go through. Like, the episode I'm on right now is where he, you know, taking the wires out of his mouth and doing through the wire and how he had to keep fighting for Rockefeller to even just release his album. 
So yeah, and he ended up having, and I've actually watched all three, and mm-hmm. so he ended up, you know, having to release the album independent of them because they kept, you know, like you said, pushing things back. They wouldn't release uh, the money for the marketing budget or any mm-hmm. of that. And I love, love, love the um, relationship that you know mom. he had with, with that he had with his mom and yeah, she with Donda, was rapping. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Miss Donda was up there rapping and knew those lyrics. And right. She was like his biggest fan, his exactly. biggest supporter. And again, like you said, it this particular three-part documentary, it just kind of shows where it all started. How You know how things all started. He went back to his old home. Mm-hmm. So, you know, then when he got that apartment in Jersey and they were just grinding mm-hmm. day in and day out. So, you know, I, I loved it. And again, I've always been a um, Kanye West fan, and I still am, despite right. all the foolishness and all the mm-hmm. suffering. Um, you know, I still, I do. I think that he is a genius. I think right. that you know he's very creative. Um, you know, whatever he puts his mind to, he always he he has that Midas touch. Right. So you know, I I I love it. So again, it's a great documentary. If you guys have not seen it definitely a must watch and it is on netflix a three-part um documentary and then i think i think what they're going to release it in part so i'm not sure when the when the next couple episodes will be released but again if you guys have not checked it out definitely check it out on netflix it's very good yes it's absolutely good but again with you know kanye with the hat and everything remember we talked about him on the show i called him kunye and everything like that Again, it's because out of like, again, out of love in a sense, because again, we love and respect him as an artist and everything and who he is, but sometimes you're a little foolishness on the side, be like, okay, well, nigga, yeah, take a chill. Know, yeah, he made the comment about slavery being a choice. Yeah. You know, at one point in time, you know, he was a Trump supporter, and I think he still is. And then, mm-hmm. you know, he was on this kick about running for president. Yeah, putting um, Kim business out about the abortion and everything. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, Again, you know, sometimes we got to reel them all back in, but that does not take away that he is a genius. Absolutely, so. absolutely. But my thing, so with him lately on social media, you know, him and Kim, Kim, she about to play Trina single again because she is legally um, a single woman now. She has dropped the West from her name now from the court, so she is now officially just Kim Kardashian again. No Kim Kardashian West anymore. She's been with um, Pete Davidson for the past few months and stuff like that. And Kanye won his family. He won his family back. He won that old thing back as he, you know, was being a mess and pretty much started dating old baby girl, Julia Fox. And then Kim was starting to date Pete Davidson. And so now he was caught. He calls him skeet. He threatens him on social media. He has a video from the, um, with the game, the new song's called easy. He has the claymation version of Pete Davidson. And he puts a hit out on him. So <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, yeah, Kanye. and I saw, I read something where Pete Davis's uh, friends was like, you know, it's very disturbing. <laughs> it, it, it is, it is. Now, also, but, but again, does... it would not be Kanye if it wasn't Kanye. Right, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So it's, it makes me wonder, like, okay, he was mad at Kim's cousin or because they asked him for some Yeezys or something when they're supposed to be trying to get him the invite to the birthday party to see his kids. Um, Kim saying that he's a threat and stuff like that, which I can see in that regard because of the fact that he's threatening Pete Davidson on social media. So it's kind of like, you know, you're not making yourself look good. And he's asking the courts now to not use any of his social media posts on in like court 
um, documents or court dealings and stuff like that. But Kanye, yeah, even when that then, posted up a sign that said, my account is not hacked, it's me. And so, But then he also <laughs> is stating, you know, there's no way to prove that he actually made those posts. So, you know. But again, you said, okay, Kanye, but you know. I want you to take your meds and be okay. Exactly, exactly. So it, it makes me wonder, too, from looking at that documentary, how he had a lot of real people around him. Are there any real people that's truly still by his side right now to say, "Hey, look, Kakuti, the um, the director, like he was with him the whole journey." So yeah, it's like I want to be still around that. to where he could just be like, "Yo, Kanye, fall back, you know, focus, you know." Cause now I know you want your family back, but this is not the way to do it. You're now, you know, looking like the single white female kind of like, you know, looking a little crazy right now. And I, I don't know, but and then it, it's a lot with Kanye right now, and it but it comes across a little disturbing though. But I I know when you want that old thing back, but at the same time, the way you're doing it again, it's not the way to do it. So I'm hoping that he still has someone real in his corner. You could obviously see in the documentary. I know people bring this up a lot that you know he has been the same since his mother's past. And if you look at the documentary, you can truly believe that because that was his number one cheerleader his mom so when she wasn't around anymore you started seeing him you know the decline changes. In a sense. Yeah, yeah the changes but you know again i'm gonna still continue to pray yeah. for okanye i i love him i've always yes, been a yes. kanye fan dropout yes. um the college dropout was one of my favorite yes. albums um, yes but yeah you know, like you said, you definitely can see the change. Um, again, like you know, we just say that she was his biggest supporter, his number one fan, and like you said, he had a team of real people that was around him and that wanted nothing for the best. You know, wanted nothing but the best for him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, can say you know if he has that now, but again, everybody also warned him fucking around with them Kardashians was gonna fuck you up. Yeah, so. so you know, Kanye is, you know, we're going to see what happens next week because it's always going to be some more stuff with you. But, uh, and then his Down to Two album, now I'm not sure if it's actually out yet or at them player. He charged $200 for this player, which I've been hearing good things about. I'm not going to buy it myself. I'm waiting until it goes on sale. Uh, I was about to say Turkish City, but it goes on sale like at Target or something or online on clearance, but, or Amazon because I have gift cards. But it's like this little player, and for the music heads, you know, you want to just get the acapella stem versions of the vocals or just the beat by itself or then hit a whole song. You have four different functions on this little circular player. And he only releases his album on the two, which was supposed to come out on 222, but I'm not sure if it did because he had the live event that was online, but there was some with that. So, you know, hopefully I can listen to it one day, Kanye. You know, I know you say you don't want to release, release it on Apple Music or Spotify, nothing like that, or any streaming services. Respectfully, because you are a businessman yourself, so you want to do your own thing, have your own world. But nigga, can we just get like a snippet of something? Because again, I'm not trying to buy a stem player. I mean, I haven't walked around with an MP3 player since like 2000 something. So, but you know, I do. Um... <laughs> I tried that. I pulled out my MP3 play the other day, but it wouldn't work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I still got my old iPod, you know, the circular and, Yeah, I still got my laptop with all my naps and downloads. Me too, yes. LimeWire, 
Yeah. Hey, yeah. So I mean, I, that I when shit was real, we want to buy shit. I said I was gonna. Yeah, I said I was gonna. I said I wonder if they still make zooms. <laughs> oh no, they don't, they don't make no zooms no more because um, Microsoft got out of that business a long time ago. But they still make iPod touches, but they just as much as um, like two hundred, three hundred dollars still to this day. Um, they are get, handy to have. I will. My mini display. I don't know if y'all remember a mini disc from Sony, but it was like the little disc, like it looks like a floppy kind of, but it's like this little small thing you put in this little player, put your songs on there. So I got all my little old MP3 players and stuff like that. Those, yeah, those were the days. Yeah, I have a um, I have an iPod Nano, oh, and um, I don't really. Well, you know what? And I don't really use it for the music. I had a couple movies, um, mm. on there, mm-hmm. um. Baby Mama is one of my favorite downloaded up there. And then, like I said, I pulled out my um my MP3 player. Actually, when and I didn't, and you know, you and I actually didn't catch this and didn't watch it. I actually forgot that it was on the last verses, the Anthony oh, Hamilton man. and yeah. music verses. So it just kind of took me back to all of because on my MP3 player, all I have is neo soul music. Mm-hmm. So. I did, you know, pull it out or whatever. Um, I couldn't get it to work, but I, I didn't try to hook it up to my car. It always worked very well in my car, but yeah, those those were the days. So, uh, you know, again, this goes back to that whole genius thing. Who else yes. would release an album like that? Right, exactly. Kanye was. So, again, people... Shout out to Kanye, pray for him and everything like that because we love him over here. Um, now, speaking of No More Love, though, I saw this a mile away. I saw this. Um, shout out to the bright when she said five miles to Messi. But I saw this a long time ago when it came down to um, Delicious and Raymond Santana. Okay. So, y'all know Raymond Santana from the Zonerator 5, you know, the Central Park 5 from back in the day. They had the whole movie about it on Netflix. If y'all haven't seen it, I don't know where I had y'all checked it out, but check that out as well. Um, but I saw this a long time ago. Because I was like, what the fuck are they doing together? Like that, It's just like a mismatched couple. I know opposites are trapped, but damn, this is too opposite. So they got um, married back in December 2019. But now two years later, after nearly two years of marriage, Raymond Santana has filed for divorce from Chandra Delicious Davis. Um, according to TMZ, he filed for divorce in Georgia, citing the relationship as uh, irrevocable. Oh shit, I can't speak right now. <laughs> irrevocably broken with no hope of reconciliation. So they met through Instagram. So pretty was, much irreconcilable difference, right? You know, and this way, easy. right? And this way, they fucked up at met on Instagram and tied the knot six months later in the little wedding, loving um, wedding ceremony. And it reportedly separated on November 7th of last year. So uh, Miss Delicious took the Instagram on Tuesday um, earlier this week saying that she confirmed the split, uh, accused him of being a narcissist, liar, and a cheater. You a lie and a cheat and a don't. Shout out to, what was that? Not rough group. I forgot the name of the group, but they had another, another song from back in 2002. Yeah. Yes. I can't remember who um right. that shit that I, yes. I do remember where I was, yes. but that's how I came out. I was in high school. Yes. Um thank you, love. 
ain't here no more. Yes, that yes. was my shit. Yeah. Um, so but she... go ahead because, like I said, none of this makes sense to me, and I got a couple different questions. Right. So she put on um on her social media. She said, "I married a narcissist who is a complete and all caps liar," and I'm finally ready to speak. Stay tuned. Hashtag gloves off. All right. Now. So here's a couple questions that I have. For one, now you know the, the the word I hear on the street is there was the uh Central Park Five settlement, buddy ran out. That's <laughs> what you ran out. Now, from my understanding, honey, they said Raymond Santana was out here buying up some shit of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so he was just spending money left and right. And again, my question is, what do either one of y'all do for a living? Is that uh... so? Once y'all spent all the settlement money. Y'all didn't have no more money left because what do y'all what do y'all do for an income? Um, they showed some pictures, so you know when the fir- the story first broke, they showed some pictures. A hey, delicious does not look like delicious anymore. No, and she um she definitely does not look like the same delicious that was on fel- Flavor of Love. But over the years, we've also seen her, you know, kind of change. But the pictures that are on Instagram now, like, she has drastically changed. Like, she, yeah, I don't understand none of that, but like I said, again, neither one of y'all were working, so once he spent all his money, what did you think was gonna happen? Exactly. I don't see him doing no motivational speeches at conferences or nothing. Um, not even no YouTube videos. Like, what What are y'all doing? So, yeah, again, so once he spent all this money, because they say he was in Atlanta spending a shitload of money. Yeah. Like, almost daily. So, when the money ran out, again, what did you think was going to happen? And right. so, again, this goes back to, did you just marry him for the money? That's, that's what it seems like, because again, what they, I don't know, like you met on Instagram, so I don't know, probably saw a little cash flow on his Instagram page of setting the DMs. Like, okay, I want to give it you, her and a keloid. So I don't know if that was part of her grand scheme to get with him and thought that, okay, this money gonna last us a good minute, but apparently not, I suppose. But she said she he may have left, but I'm not alone. Hashtag is God's timing. Yeah, and I'm not sure what again. I ain't trying to be in Raymond Santana pockets, but I don't know how much money he got. Remember, that money had to be split five ways as well. <laughs> yes, like in the BTS group. So I don't know what's going on, but I mean, yeah, <laughs> like I said, I just yeah, it it. It was bizarre to me. Like, like even when the picture came out, the day were married. When the story broke, the day right, we talked about like, that. Okay, yeah. yeah. Now, where did this come from? Who asked for this? What <laughs> made any of this happen? And yes. I guess, like you said, two years later, the money gone. Now she's gone. Right. <laughs> and, and they both said that they agreed to not pay each other's alimony. So of course, not well, money dried up. Right. <laughs> oh goodness. Let me see. I think I found the song. Let me go back to the song from back. Let's 
Take the house, the cars, the kids, and the dog. And the dog. See, I thought you were saying. I, I know that was something you were talking about too. What they get gone? Yeah, I think so. That's that. Um. Is that change of faces? Mm-mm. No, the guys. Um. I remember, yeah. What's that? What's that? What's that? Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> Ideal. Ideal, yep. Okay, yeah. I thought you was playing, um, yeah. Yeah, I remember the other one he was playing too, but this was that shit. Yes. And this is the perfect song for what we talk about. Yes. No, they also he put up a cryptic message the other day stating, um, but can I trust you? So I guess he was kind of insinuating that you know he won't the only one out there doing the cheating or mm-hmm. insinuating it won't him that was doing the cheating. So, like I said, it was a bizarre looking couple from the jump, right? I didn't understand none of it, none of it at all. So, I mean, well wishes to them in their uh, divorce and see what happens from that point. Um Santana, you know how to get you an old nine to five, honey. Right. I need a nine to five. Miss Tasha K now. Shout out to um uh, Tia Marie, I ain't got it. But um y'all know Tasha K um been out here in these streets for years talking about Cardi B saying she had herpes, this and the other. Um was what you say? Bringing, um, I guess bringing ex friends of Cardi B's on her show. Yeah, putting beer um, bottles up her pussy and stuff like that. And <laughs> so Heineken bought out the Corona. So he sued her for defamation and everything like that. And she won the lawsuit. It was a big deal because you know a lot of the bloggers always put stories that and like Tasha K always put stories out about people just to get their numbers up, clickbait stuff like that. But um, Cardi was like, I'm gonna teach this whole lesson. And she was like, okay, I'm going to sue you. Tasha was, was very confident. And, yeah, and Tasha K, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no. You know, she was refusing to take those videos down. They asked mm-hmm. her several times to take those videos down. And I heard um, several of, because she interviewed Cardi B's, I guess, former friends several different times. Mm-hmm. And I remember listening to those videos and watching those YouTube videos where she interviewed this girl and um, pretty much, she caught a girl prostitute, and just a just a bunch of different, you know, 
derogatory names and saying things about her and she kept telling her she was gonna get her ass uh-huh. and you know Tasha K would you know post these responses like you know you can do whatever you want to do the videos are not coming down I know that you do have you know the hurt so I'm, I'm, I'm not sure but you know you guys everyone knows this by now but recently um they had that court case and that's how I think I we did a show and we talked about it where I would see those pictures on Instagram and I did not realize they was in court when she and her husband was taking out them pictures. Yes. I thought they had bought a new studio. I thought they was getting TV studios number two and they was in the studio. Yeah, because they were smiling and waving and carrying on. I was yes. like, oh, they ain't got them another studio. Isn't that nice? I had no idea they was in the court in yes. Fulton County. Yes. Sure, bad. So, yeah, but, you know, she owes, I think, the settlement, wasn't it, I think it, like, $4 million or a little bit over $4 million yeah. um, that basically Cardi B won in this uh, lawsuit. Mm-hmm. And so Tasha K recently did an interview, and I can't remember who she did the interview with, but they did, you know, ask her. They said, "Okay, well, what is going on with that? Like, do you have that money?" And she said, "I ain't got it." And she actually has some T-shirt and some merch out now that states, "I ain't got it." So, uh. um, I actually listened or looked at one of her videos, and I need <laughs> to see you this. Did you see this interview that she did recently with Sean Stockman? From Boys the Men, one of his. Did you see that video? Uh uh-uh. uh. This interview. I'm going to send this interview. She, so it aired, what was yesterday? When Yesterday was Thursday. I want to say it, I looked at it Wednesday morning, or even yesterday morning before I went to work. I actually watched it yesterday morning before I went to work. So um, this girl, it, this was the craziest shit. Um, so this girl apparently stated that she was introduced to Sean Stockman from Boys to Men by the um, group member Mike. That was the one with the deep voice. Mm-hmm. And so um, basically she stated that she entered into this. Basically her and Sean Stockman, according to this girl, were some black Israelites. So we okay. already know how this shit goes out. Mm-hmm. So, and they were... Um, Spiritually, shout out to old uh, Indy from mm-hmm. Love Out the Lockup. <laughs> yes. So they were spiritually married and they were practicing this faith and this religion. But as we all know, Deshaun Stockman is married and mm-hmm. has, I think, what, two or three children by right. his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, this girl states that she. She the way the way she explains it to Tasha K, she says what triggered her to reach out to Tasha K was she watched Tasha K's interview with uh Ariane Curry. We all know who Ariane Curry is. She was the um mistress of Martel Holt and then she ended up having a baby with Martel. Uh-huh. So she states that kind of that whole interview triggered her and prompted her to actually reach out to Tasha K to tell her story. But the way she talks and the way she explains this is you know she was dealing with Sean Stockman and she was dealing with him even prior to him marrying his now wife. She states um 
that when he got married the day of the wedding before the ceremony he called her and asked her was she okay with this and so this young lady her name was oh my her name started with an a i can't remember her name avanti or avante or avanti or something like that but she kept stating you know i was fine with our arrangement because we were practicing this faith and so she kept stating everything was she kept blaming everything on the religion and you know she did what she did because of the beliefs that she had in the religion and in this Israelite faith that they were practicing and she kept saying stuff like well I was fine with where we were because I didn't want to be that and so Tasha Kay was like well what do you mean by that who was that well you know like the wife I did not want to be in a situation where I was married to him and he was out cheating on me and you know I, I'm at home wondering what he's doing where he is you know she kept stating that he was always honest and up front with me but yet she talks about um she would not go into who this famous person was but she was friends with like a living legend's daughter and they were really good friends and then come to find out <laughs> boys the men had a concert and when they went backstage for something her friend sucked his dick so okay. I don't know how honest he was with you. And then basically there were like all these other women that were popping up. So even though you were spiritually married to him and then he was also, you know, legally married to another woman, he was messing with all of these different women. And I don't really remember this, but you know, this actually kind of came out. And that was the other thing people were asking like, okay, again, why are you even talking about this now? Because uh -huh. this was like years ago, um, you know, they, Sean Stockman was tweeting and stating that this woman was trying to bring him down and she was the devil and she was trying to um, break up his happy home and all of this other stuff. It was an interesting interview because this girl sounded delusional as fuck. <laughs> And then she basically was calling him broken homeless because Tasha K was asking, you know, of course, you know, you the side piece, you the, you the mistress, you know, was he paying, you know, financially, were you living a lifestyle, was he paying for you? And she basically was like, no, he was homeless. She was paying and expensive and expensing everything. Yeah. But let me see if I can... I'm a, let me see if I can send you the interview, but it was it was bizarre. But I got all off topic and subject. We were talking about Tasha <laughs> Kane and her own Cardi B over four million dollars. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> so yeah, she owed that money. She said she ain't got it when she did that interview and stuff like that. But on Thursday, Cardi filed documents in court because Tasha's not taking them videos down that she put that she had all this money for anyways. So Cardi filed documents in court demanding a permanent injunction against Tasha. Okay, because she says that she has continued to spread the same lies that landed her in court in the first place. So according to the CART PDF files, Tasha Brad back in August, even if they did sue, bitch, I ain't got a brother dollar to my name. Where are you going to get? And that's uh, and there's always bank. Tasha also said, I'm going to pull a 50 cent on that bitch, representing 50 notorious 2015 bankruptcy. But so you know, the... <laughs> um, when you file bankruptcy, they don't allow you to, um, she can't claim that. Right. Dummy. 
So in the court documents, Cardi also accuses Tasha of fraudulently moving assets to make it harder to collect the millions she's owed. She points to a recent YouTube video um, where Tasha made, an, um, where she brags about how much, or how hard, how hard she's making it. She said, "Let me tell you how this blessing though, because um, can't nobody else sue me, and if if they did, even if they do, I ain't got no money. We got we've got estate lawyers, we've got every motherfucking thing. I ain't got shit in my name, bitch." During the trial, uh, Tasha testified that she wouldn't stop repeating the def um, defamatory lies about Cardi and B unless the court told her to do so. So now Cardi's asking the court to force her to do so. Tasha, it's easy to shut the fuck up at this point. Well, I think that she does not want to, um, you know, accept this whole defeat. So, I know, but sometimes you just gotta take that L. Like you, yeah, you, you make just this gotta to bite yourself. The, yeah, you just got to bite the bullet, and next time you gotta move. And now you know you gotta move a little bit differently. Right. Like you said, you know, you take the L. You know, you take your loss, you move on, and now you know how to move. Exactly. You know, you admitted that. You, yeah, you admitted that you lied for clicks and views. Right. Goodness. So we'll see what's going on with that, but um, moving on for clips and views. Our favorite, well, our favorites, but from our favorite franchise of Real Housewives, but Potomac ladies and it's themselves, Robin and um, Giselle. So podcast called Reason Be Shady. Um, that's also on iHeart Radio. Shout out to iHeart. You know, we're on FNL Radio's on iHeart as well. But Giselle Bryant and Robin was on their podcast, and the episode is called Do You. It's their episode 36. And pretty much, they start going in on out of the blue, James Harden and his beard. So James Harden, again. And they were talking about, I think, didn't he get traded? Or he, I don't know if he got traded or just he chose to go to another team. And I think that was the basis of the whole, that, that whole topic that they were actually talking about. Yes. So I think they were, James, I said, go ahead. And they were stating that he does not look like James Harden anymore. They cannot recognize him because of his beard. And that's how they got on this whole ignorant ass crusade against him and saying these derogatory things. Yes. So these I'm racist ass things. Right. So let me see if I clear a little snippet real quick, everybody, um, with these two. You know, see them, I automatically know and feel in my gut that there's fried chicken in yes. those beards. Fried chicken, grease, watermelon. There's some, being racist. There's some um, Colt 45 like, in there. Oh, no, watermelon. Nah, being racist. I'm being real racist. <laughs> <laughs> this is horrible. Let me just stop while I'm ahead. Colt 45. Weed. I know it does. Okay, I don't even know if he smokes weed. We're, we're really sorry. Harden, cut the thing off. Now, here's my thing. Man, so, I don't. Isn't Robin half white? Is she? Or she's just super light? I don't know. She like she got some white in her though. I know. I think she's just super light because you know they were showing her parents on real hard. Oh yeah. They black. They just light. Yeah, I, I feel some kind of way about that though. Okay, so the all right now. First off, James Harden said this beard for like years now. And shout out to, he's at the Seventy Sixers now. Shout out to Philly. So you know he. Did his first game, did damn thing and everything like that. But for them to say that, it's like 
y'all making y'all bringing up every racial preference or not no racial that preference but like race racist thing say. you can think yeah. of that Coke forty five watermelon we, fried chicken weed yes. and then you said let me stop but you keep going and is it racist is it really racist are we being racist fuck yeah that's that Potomac shit like come on now have a black man who don't he don't bother nobody like James Harden mm-hmm. he minds his black ass business yeah he dated Khloe Kardashian back in the day but he blends he minds his black ass business now he don't do nothing in these streets you know on TV like that he might do a commercial here and there he, you know you see the memes and the gifs that he has and stuff like that but other than that he minds his black ass business here y'all go being yeah, out of all the things you guys could have said about you know his beard and what might and possibly be in possibly be in it, why would you say those things? Exactly, you said you need to worry about you being the beard to Jamal and um Robin. You need to worry about your wedding date. Like y'all worried about the wrong things. See on this show, and see y'all need to take some notes from FNL Radio. See on this show, we can be. We have our fun and stuff like that. We talk our shit. But we also say it in a way where it's not disrespectful. We say it in a way where it's like, you know, we're just having fun. Like kitchen table talk, basically. But we're being respectful about stuff, too, at the end of the day. Because we fill back up the stories with some real, you know, some stuff. Some real stuff. And the only racist thing that you have ever said was the fact (laughs) that you did not know Lip Every Voice and Tones of the Black National Anthem. It was actually ignorant and not racist. Yeah. Up again. And he was actually ignorant and not racist. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> and when I went to the Black National um, African American okay. Museum in DC and I saw the poster on the walls, I said, you know what? I know that song. As <laughs> you should, because I typically can't get ever somewhere. Which okay, we can get you to sing that song at the end of the show. <laughs> but yeah, that's um them and they recently shady show and whatnot. So I mean, so do you think they're gonna pull it? Of course not. They did on Charlemagne's network. Of course not. Okay, well, right, but Lenard. It, right, Lenard. Shout out to um, Monique. But now if um, James trying to get mad at y'all, y'all gonna be upset and say, oh, he attacking y'all. Why he being mean and stuff like that. But you know how y'all do. But at the same time, y'all bought this on yourself. So <sighs> we should see how that turns out, everybody. But now um, moving on to our aunties and uncles. They're about to get lit this summer, everybody, because in New Orleans, it's back in full effect. Even though five people got stabbed outside Mardi Gras on King, uh, on, um, on Fat Tuesday the other day. Um, prayer to those people. But the Essence Festival is coming back this summer, everybody. So, of course, for the past two years, Essence Festival had to take a back seat because of Big Rona out in these streets. But it is returning to an, a back-to-an-person event this summer. Uh, Nicki Minaj and Janet Jackson will headline the four-night concert series, which returns to New Orleans Caesars Superdome from June 30th to, uh, to July 3rd. So it's going to be kicking off Thursday night with Kevin Hart, while New Edition caps off the festivities on Sunday. This year's lineup also includes the Osley Brothers, the Roots and Friends, Jasmine Sullivan, 
Summer Walker, D Nice and Friends, and Chloe and Holly. And more names will be announced very soon, everybody. Honey, you sound like a good lineup. It sounds like there's gonna be, you know, good shows out there. A little something for everybody. You yeah. got Chloe and Holly. You got the Ashley Brothers. You got Jasmine Sullivan. So, yeah, like so, a little something for, for everybody. Yeah, so I think it's going to be also um, virtual as well. So if you can't make it out there, you're still scared a bit, Rona, because unless, unlike people that would be left in these um, mask um, mandates right now, I'm still wearing my damn mask in these streets because people are still nasty and still rocking around with the corona. So I'm still wearing my mask regardless of yeah, these masks. But, but yeah, but if you're afraid to go, I believe it's still going to have a virtual experience for you all as well. So for those who don't want to go, can't make it to New Orleans, you can watch yeah, it online it's a as well. experience free. Now that's what I gotta see about. They didn't mention that part yet. But I will gladly look at someone's Instagram live footage of um of the event going live and going down. But yes, that is going down um this summer everybody so aunties and parents alike will be out there in New Orleans at the Caesar Superdome getting their life and it sounds like a good time as well, everybody. So we shall see how that goes down. Now moving on to another story. So if y'all remember the band uh, from making the band two it was six people, Puff put them together. This was like, people call this like, it's been coming back up recently, but people call this like the early 2000s version of Squid Games because when he had them niggas walking over the Brooklyn Bridge to go to the juniors, to get some yeah. damn cheesecake, which you probably didn't eat, but you know, good TV, right? So, we haven't heard from this motherfucker in a long time, but Freddie P from the band. So I remember him. I remember him specifically because I remember on the last season when they had making the band too. I think he was going through some stuff at that time too that was kind of messing with him, and I think that was also one of the reasons why the band had to dissolve. Why he was going to go with just Elliot Ness and um, Babs Bunny as like mm-hmm. the Bonnie and Clyde. Meanwhile, Elliot Ness was working at Target, though, but that's not not here nor there. You didn't hear that from me, but I remember I was telling that story back on the doctor report back in the day and had um, the evidence as well, but you didn't hear that from me. That's a long time ago. Um, but Well, he had no other choice. He had signed a contract with Diddy, so he exactly. had You know, and I had to stay loyal to the bad boy team at the time because, you know, I was you know, on the street team, but uh, <laughs> bad boy, uh, <laughs> but former the band member Freddie P says his mental health was suffering uh, and is still suffering, and he blames Diddy for derailing his life. So, the Miami-based rapper took the Instagram to share some thoughts on his former boss and experience on the MTV's Make It The Band 2, um, and he reshared a post which fans blasted Diddy for the way he treated the band. Um, the message was accompanied by a series clip of um, the contestants being, again, walking over the Brooklyn Bridge to go get the cheesecake from Junior's. So Freddie Pete said on his Instagram, God knows if I was at Diddy, I would when I would have done way more for these kids. Any real ninja would have. You start out just chasing the dream, then the cookie gets snatched away. Made me never want to rap. God gonna have the last laugh. My talent was given to me to touch hearts and homes and it was silence. You silence God's plan. Everyone who ever took part will depart horribly from planet Earth. Well he put the planet Earth emoji. Uh, he also continued out his grievances on the Instagram video, claiming his experience with Diddy has continued to cause some serious mental distress, so much so he's considered taking his own life. He says, a lot of people don't understand what I've been through. This year alone, I've contemplated suicide two or three times. I done pictured my brother walking in, finding me dead. I cried a few times thinking about leaving my son. 
because you just get tired of like it's like no matter what you do or try to do, you just gotta keep battling. Niggas got their foot on your neck. Niggas want to see you fall. It's these it's these niggas like Puffy. He my main motherfucking reason why I really hate fucking life, dog. People don't even understand. So the video came shortly after Willie Taylor um, said that making the band was an experience for sure, uh, but the platform and contracts were all set up for failure of hungry talents learning experience. You got to understand that people will do to you whatever you allow them, so don't let your passion drive you to the wrong destination. Hashtag making the band four. Day 26, Danny DeCane, our, tar- our talented groups, but the situation in which we met was designed to fail. Damn. Yeah, I mean, and you guys know, everybody knows, I mean, I know this was your former boss, but everybody knows <laughs> that uh, Puff Daddy, Pete Diddy, uh, Love, Sean Combs, whatever you want to call him, mm-hmm. um, you guys know he has had a um, different way, I should say, of doing business with people. Everybody knows that those contracts are fucked up. Everybody who's ever worked with him, look at where is Carl Thomas? Right. Where is Carl Thomas? Look at Shine. Right. It took the whole case for him when you was out there in J Lo, um, speeding through traffic lights, running away from the club because you shot somebody, but putting it on Shine. And Shine yeah. had that time. But like you said, you know, everybody knows that those contracts are fucked up. You know, nobody makes any money in the end but him. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it is very, it is very sad, you know, <laughs> I just, I, I don't, I don't know what to say. I hate that he feels that way. And I hate that he feels like, you know, life is, has just kind of come down, come crashing down on him. Mm-hmm. And, um, again, that he feels this way. Now you tell me what you think. Then do you think, you know, as much time has passed as with the early 2000s, do you think that, you know, he should not be holding Diddy accountable at this point for why he hasn't really excelled to the level that he should have excelled in his career, you know, thus far? Or do you think I guess he just got stuck in his rut and just could not move past what happened. I think because I'm so big on um, mental health now and I've been reading a lot of stuff and just been like knowing people who work in mental health fields and everything like that and really learning how people really navigate and it could be like old you know uh, traumas from a long time ago. It could be like 30 years ago and people still, it's something in their mind that still relates back to that moment where they just feel like shit and they just feel down and just don't feel like life anymore i can see it in that regard too because there's no telling how many other bad boy artists feel the same way because there's of course there's a bad boy artist that we know like faith you know danny like we know all these people that were the main stars but there were also people signed to bad boy who never came out there were artists signed to bad boy who never released an album who never had a chance to release a single but they were just signed to the label it's no telling what their mental health is like because you get this big dream, you promise this whole situation. Yeah, and you're depending. Thing. Yeah, you're depending on this person to make things happen for you. You know, pretty much to show you a different way of life to get you out of your current current circumstance, and then it all just kind of comes crashing down. Mm-hmm. 
Right, and you see how Puff is. You know, you see him on TV and stuff like that. And he, and he doesn't realize, give a damn. Right, yeah. he, he gives you this dream. He sells it to you. He's like, you know, he's the showman. So you're like, yeah, you're gonna have this, you're gonna have that. And then when yeah, you get down to work, it's up in a nice bow and right wrapped and, up in a nice bow and yeah. And then I remember the band again that last season when he disbanded that group. You know, instead of. I remember, I remember Freddie P was having issues, like, just saying he didn't, you know, he wasn't feeling okay. Like, you could tell at that time. And, again, mental health in black people wasn't a mixture at that time where people could really talk about stuff or help you in any regard. So I feel like had it been some type of situation now, hopefully he would have stepped up and helped them. But back then, it wasn't the thing. It was just, like, you're on your own, basically. And that's the sad reality of it. So... You know, prayers to Freddie P, and hopefully, you know, he can really talk to someone and really get him through that um, battle that he's been going through. Because again, we're losing a lot of people in our community to mental health issues, to suicide, because they don't feel like themselves anymore. They feel less than, and we got to break out of that cycle. So, that's prayers to him. But yeah, Puffy ain't shit. And speaking um, of Freddie P, you guys know that recently Deja Harris, who is the daughter of T.I came out and um, I guess recently a couple days ago and I'm not sure exactly which day but it was like National Mental Health Day or you know protect your peace you know or I don't you know pretty much like um, or like suicide day I, I don't know I don't mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I know that wasn't it but you know basically you know bringing awareness to people that have thoughts of you know suicide and depression and things like that and so she had put a you know put a long post up about you know suffering with mental illness and again, having thoughts of suicide and how she has managed those things and, Mm -hmm. you know, different coping mechanisms. So again, you know, you look at Freddie P and then you look at Deja Harris. T.I. is her dad. Why would you, you know, again, why would she have any reason to be depressed about anything? You have all of this money at your disposal. You know, you get to live this lifestyle But again, like you said, people don't realize no matter who you are, when you go through traumatic events, no matter who you are, no matter who your parents are, you know, those those traumas stay with you. And there are certain things that trigger those traumas. And so, again, you have to know how to navigate this life. You have to know how to you know, cope with those things so you don't act on those emotions. But I said all that to say, again, you know, look at Deja Harris and, mm-hmm. and you know, look at him. She has all of these things at her disposal. And again, she still, you know, goes through these things. So mental health, mental health plays a part on everybody, no matter right. who you are, no matter, you know, how much money you have, no matter what race you are, any of those things. You could be a regular Douglas Schmeckler or you could be the wealthiest person in the world. Right. Look at Robin Williams. Exactly. So yes, people, protect your peace and if you need someone to talk to, everyone is always protect someone Protect your to... energy. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So again, prayers to Freddie P, Deja, everyone that's going through anything with their mental health, everyone, we definitely keep y'all lifted here on FNL Radio for sure. 
Now, um, moving on to another yeah, story. I've never been suicidal, but I've definitely been homicidal. Okay, man. <laughs> of course, because from bad news, so that's part of your DNA. Uh, I'm homicidal <laughs> right now. I'm, I'd rather not go into it, but um, Leanne Campman, you know who you are. I could okay, kill that, you. Oh. Okay, that is my... <laughs> That is my old administrator. Okay, <laughs> I'm not gonna go into it, but yeah, I've been homicidal for the last couple of days. Oh my goodness. Okay, then um, leave me out of it. <laughs> but um, moving on real quick, people. So, um, Martin cast are reuniting people, and no, it's not gonna be a reboot. Um, which I still haven't seen the Bella reboot yet, people. Because remember, the Bella reboot came out after the HBO Max. Uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air re- um, reunion, which you know we saw the black actress uh, Janet Huber and Will Smith reunite, and the whole cast except for the dearly departed James Avery. Um, so we saw that happen after the fact. So I wonder if this going to be something that come out after this BT Plus reunion as well. But the Martin cast have reunited because it's been thirty years since the premiere of the popular '90s sitcom, which um, ran back on the '90s on Fox. Remember, Fox had the the black lineup on. Lock- they had um, Martin, that rock. Remember, they had uh, New York on the cover. I'm pretty sure it was another black show that was on uh, Living Single was on Fox as well. So they had the whole situation on lot back there on the Fox. But uh, the cast are reunited for the special, um, which includes Tisha Campbell, Tashina Arnold, Carl Payne, Anthony Payne second, and of course Thomas Mikkel, um Ford is no longer with us, so he's of course not there, but he's there in spirit. Um, and Martin said in a um, statement to be able to sit here 30 years later with this amazing cast that has had such an impact on pop culture is truly a blessing. I am always humbled that the fans still want more of the show and its characters. I look forward to the reunion special. So the special is also scheduled to feature some surprise guests um, and that there's going to be some um, interviews with the cast, original directors, musical performances, and behind-the-scenes commentary on the impact and importance of the culture classic sitcom that's going to be hosted by Apheon Crockett as well, people. So it's going to be on BET Plus later this year. And um, we shall see how... Yeah, I'm going to miss seeing Tommy. So, you know, Tommy, yeah. even though Martin was very funny in him and Tashina Arnold made... Him and back and forth. Yeah, but I love Tommy, so I'm definitely yeah. going to miss seeing him. Because, so. and this why I'm going to miss him too, because I still want to know to this day what the hell was Tommy's job? Oh, yeah. You ain't got Tommy, job. right. Even we had that one snowflake co-worker that came on the ski trip. We never understood what was their job. They said they just saw him coming out of the bed in the building. Yes. And then they said yes. they he had to stay there at the car. Yes. And I actually been watching Martin on HBO. I'm almost... I can't rewatch a lot of old shows when there's nothing on TV, you know. So I've been watching old shows. So I've been watching Martin's. I'm on season three right now, um, and just been catching up on the episodes. I'm on the episode when um, little boy came back. I'm sorry for lying, Martin. I don't want to go to Arizona. So I, I'm on. What they have been his son. Yeah, little Miles, um, from Oisha. But yeah, but it's going to be good to see this cast because remember. The last season of Martin was on some shit because Martin was going through a lot of stuff. You know, he's becoming a bigger star. The Bad Boys movie was out with Will Smith. Yeah, and speaking, <laughs> speaking of mental illness, 
Remember him running with the through the airport? I'm about to say that. No, Hollering no, no. and screaming. Running down the airport. Then the, went, yeah. But then running down the street in the trash bag in hot-ass Los Angeles. <laughs> I think it was waving a gun in the air then, too. Uh, something crazy. And then remember the whole... He was homicidal. I definitely can't believe it. Right. And then remember the whole issue with him and Tish, um, Tisha Campbell and why she was no longer... That part of the last season, or part of half of the last season of season five, because you know there was those allegations of um, sexual mm-hmm. harassment and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. to see everyone calling her a bitch and right. So to see everyone grown up, still working, still looking good, still doing their thing. I can't wait to see this. That man got to get my BT subscription again. However, comma I will be. Oh, you this. can use mine. Okay, okay, I'll, I'll I'll do that. Um. Yeah, I'll give you the because it's, it's on FNL charge card anyway. But okay, but now you can use my. I have it. I actually got it for um. I wanted to watch the Miss Pat show, which was oh, actually yeah. a really really good show. I hope they yeah. bring that back. They are. I think they are. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. I got it to watch that. And that was a show, actually. I think they had, what, eight or nine episodes, and they were Mm -hmm. only 30 minutes apiece. So I think I started watching it one morning at like nine o'clock in the morning. And I was done by like two o'clock in the evening. But it was, (laughs) they were really, really good. But all the episodes were really, really good. Um, So I got the BET Plus, asking for a free trial, and then just never canceled my card information. Okay, yeah. So yeah, definitely. Um, we'll give you the release date on the document. I mean, on the um, reunion special when it gets closer to it, so we can watch it as a family. Everybody. Um, speaking of the '90s as well, so Miss Cleo is returning to the airways. Um, so the psychic hotline um, mistress herself, um, from Jamaica or with a Jamaican accent because she probably was from Jersey somewhere. Um, uh, call me now. So she's going to be um featuring a documentary that's going to be coming this year as well people that's going to be talking about pretty much her um rise and fall yes because them were sure it was a fall when they found out she wasn't really who she was um she was an actress right so uh her name is yuri harris uh she may have been a, in a psychic readers network fraud but she also had talent and personality for women uh which for women doesn't always translate into access or wealth uh she maintained that um one of the producers of the documentary said that it would shed light on the double standards that people of color still face in society. Uh, her story is an example of how brown and black women have historically been marginalized in, um, in society and popular culture. The uh, enduring image of the dark mystical woman still continues to perpetuate the stereotype as a woman of color and a director who wants to explore stories from diverse uh, perspectives. I am moved by how Yuri uh, found a way to navigate her life on her own terms. So she died in 2016 from colon cancer at the age of 53. And two years before her death, she came out um, lesbian as well. So I can't wait to see this. Um, Dion Warwick, are we going to get onto you and your fraudulent behavior too when you was with the Psycho Friends Network back in the day? Because <laughs> that's what friends are not for. I'm trying to figure out why you was a part of that situation to begin with, still to this day. And I wasn't even born at the time, but I know the shit. And I was, did you do it? No. She was still part of Second Network Friends, even like in the early 90s, too, like 93-ish, around that time frame. So why were you involved with Dion Ward? Let's take a cigarette break and uh, answer this question here one day. But um... And listen, speaking of Tiana <laughs> Taylor, 
I am waiting to see this biopic for some reason. And the other With day, Jess. I actually, um, <laughs> I actually googled Dion Moore's biopic because we don't have a release date. The only thing we know is a couple years ago, basically, it came out that basically uh, Dion Moore greenlit Tiana Taylor to play her in her biopic, but I don't believe they started working on it. I don't believe anything is, you know, up in the air about it other than she greenlit Tiana Taylor to actually play her. But that is one biopic I have got to see. Yes, I love me see Dion Warwick too. Yeah, cause and, you know, yeah, cause people sleep on old Dion. Called elevated music and stuff like that. Shout out to Got to Be Real, but uh, Smokey the Bear herself is definitely one of a kind. I love her. Um, more nicotine, please. Shout out to Hate Reefa. Forgot, forgot to be real. <laughs> Where is Patty LaHell? And she's from Newport News too. But we need to find a post on her because I know as well on where um, mental health so I hope she's doing on good and I'm prospering as well she took all the videos off of YouTube so someone else had to upload the videos but hopefully she's somewhere flourishing as well just living her life as well because we miss those shows because it was definitely some good we do that's it was funny as hell yes absolutely yes, I think people have always slept on old Dion yes even with her psychic abilities so, uh, shout out to that so Raven so um Moving on real quick, too. So I'm trying to figure out why Lena Waithe, something about her spirit, I just, mm, about her, that just does connect with me. I don't know why, but something about her spirit. Um, but Well, you know, she ain't never said too well. Now, I will say I love um this shot and I love Queen. Yeah, love her shows. Yes, but you know, something about her has has never said to will me when she married that woman and then turned around and was with Cynthia Arrivo in right. six months, six yes. months later. Exactly. But old Lena and her production company, uh, Hillman Grant. And I think, production. and I mean, and I mean, off, and I think she had been dating that lady for like years. Yeah, and, and they then married, married. Yeah, they finally get married, and then six months later, you with Cynthia Arrivo. When she got that shortcut and start wearing them Hawaiian shirts, it wasn't shit from then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Amazon Studios and Human Grab Productions and Good Trouble Studios are teaming up to take you on the journey into the making of Versus, an upcoming feature-length documentary, Gifted and Black for Prime Video on Amazon. So it's supposed to show you the backstory of how Versus started um, and how it was the backdrop of COVID-19 and stuff like that. But I'm trying to figure out, we felt like we were right there. So why do we need a documentary on this? Oh, you want to watch a documentary on this? When Teddy Riley and Babyface can't get it together. Right. Yeah, we saw all of that. And right. they had to reschedule. I mean, I probably will watch the documentary. You guys know. Anybody who knows me know I love a good documentary. You know, I can sit and watch a doc on a Saturday and Sunday. I could watch, yes. watch a documentary all day long. So I probably will watch it. Um... Hell, I found that Beanie Babies um documentary <laughs> interesting. Did you did you see that? No, they got the 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 Beanie um I think it was called Beanie Mania or something like that about um those people those <laughs> they you know the people bought out of Beanie Babies. Oh, they used to tap all them. Thought they were gonna be money yeah, and all that shit. Yeah. yeah, and they won't work their uh, down. Yeah. Yes. 
Is this on Hulu or this is like a Hulu situation? It's either Hulu or HBO Max. One of the two. Okay, I definitely got to catch it. Uh-huh. And then I watched the Nickelodeon um, documentary. And uh, speaking of Nickelodeon, the guy, I meant to send this to you the other day, the guy that played on Salute Your Shorts. I don't know. Did you watch it? Well, I don't know if you remember Salute Your Shorts. Yeah. Uh-huh. The guy um, that played the camp counselor, he died. Oh, he damn. was only 59, but he died of ca- um, cancer. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right, rest in peace. Now. I what is the Nickelodeon doc, documentary on too? Is it on Paramount Plus or is this on? That is on. Is that one? That may be on Hulu. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna check that out because I know it was Nickelodeon Disney kid back in the day. Got the orange cassette tapes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Went to Universal a, Studios. Um, I had a. Um, they talk about the whole um double dare thing. Oh yes, I was and on I double dare, been... people. Were you? I was, on, I was on double dare. I was back in the on early TV? days. Yes. Okay, I had not one. I went on TV, but my mama bought me the whole furniture <laughs> from <laughs> from KB Toys. Yeah, KB. Oh my goodness. Yeah, they oh, had all. Oh. They had the whole double dare um home version of all the games. Yes. <laughs> yes, I definitely had to watch that. Yes, bring me back, bring me back to my childhood. All right. And now. they talk about how Nickelodeon got started. It's a really interesting documentary. They talk about the reason why Nickelodeon got started and how and how they you know remember they used to have the orange the their their signature. You know, it's evolved over the years. Yeah. But the orange splatter was their original like logo. They talk about how they developed that. It was it was a really interesting documentary. They talk about Double Dare. They talk about some Lucha shorts. Um, so yeah, it was yeah. really really interesting. Yeah, back when you had to spell out Nickelodeon, back when yeah. the only way you could see what show was coming on was looking at TV Guide or was something else before TV Guide, or looking on the Saturday papers and you get that TV glister in the Saturday paper or the green paper is at Virginia Pilot. And I think it was in Philly too. I think it was green in Philly too. And just give you all the listens for the week. That's the only way you was able to see what shows are coming on. At- there was no. Oh shit, we old. <laughs> yeah, one no damn TV guy. I don't think they really the right. TV guy on the TV didn't come out. And this was before they used to. And this was what in the nineties. And this was before there was like a TV guy on your cable. Yeah. Like the TV guy used to be a channel. Exactly. You had to turn, turn to the channel, to the channel and it was just commercial. Yeah. And you, had, and to you catch had to make it. sure that you was watching it real closely. Yes. Before you missed it. Yeah. So you missed it, you gotta wait for that second to come right back around to the like the yep. channel one again. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh speaking of T V guide now are you gonna are y'all gonna watch this show now? So daytime T V is taking a big turn this coming fall of course wendy williams you know miss how you doing is her show is in after 14 years and sherry is stepping in with her own show coming but another show that's coming this fall as well is from miss holland hudson herself the jennifer hudson talk show will be premiering on fox stations this fall so it's going to be the replacement for the ella degenerate show and which is coming to an end this year and it's going to be positioned as the fact on ship daytime talk show, um, pretty much to replace Ellen. So, are you going to be well, watching? Guess, uh, well, I'm not home, 
during those times to watch those shows I'm working. But I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm not surprised they gave Kelly Clarkson the show. Right. Um, right. What's the white man that played the saxophone or the trumpet or whatever he played? Uh, oh, Harry Connick. Kind of, the he his show got canceled, he though. He came and went. Yeah, he didn't have a show. Queen Latifah. Do you remember the Queen Latifah talk show? Yeah, I the first one. Yeah, yeah, the first show. Then she came back again. But yeah, the first version. Yeah, I remember that one. I don't remember her coming back again. Yeah, she came back again. Like 2010, I think. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Right. Now, you know so what I'm we, saying? Like, I'm not surprised that she would probably end up with one. Leave Harvey now had a talk show so he acted a whole black ass fool. Yeah. Um, and yeah. the show, which I'm still trying to understand that show, but you know what? Yeah, it is, and what it again, is. um, Oprah Winfrey, I could have had a show myself because <laughs> you just responded to the letter that I wrote you when I was nine years old asking you, could I come? And um, shadow you down to the Harpo Studios. I could have had to show my damn self. Oprah, you still got people upset about those coupons for those free KFC sandwiches that didn't work in the stores at all and wasted printer ink for nothing. <laughs> and I still, and something came into my mind too the other day. All the did it say what time when the COVID first hit, they said you was doing something legal with Dale to the Pizza Hut. So mm-hmm. yeah, we sit right over there. But I remember that story. Yes, that you and somebody else was doing something illegal with the pizza. Hut. Yes. <laughs> if I wonder if all the people that got those cars on that episode, you get the car, you get the car. Well, those cars paid off. You had to pay taxes on them, and also, do you still have those cars in your possession to this day? And what was the car? Was it a Pontiac or something? If you live in the state of Virginia, you have to pay personal property. You right. know, all states don't pay personal property. Taxes exactly. On vehicles. But, yeah. um... <laughs> yeah, but it's it's no surprise that she was going to get a, a talk show. So. Absolutely, absolutely. So, everyone, we pretty much have ran through our stories this week. We have talked about it all. We missed you all. We're gonna be doing the show but because we definitely we didn't been watching. Do what you watch, but we didn't do what we're watching. Oh, cause I, I feel like we're gonna do another one on that because we gotta do Raise the Love, remember? Well, and, yeah, and we but I well, yeah, but we I didn't really want to recap anything. Just you know, kind of what we watching and, and what y'all can oh, yeah. watch was interesting. Oh yeah. So like Reggie said, we are watching Ready to Love that comes on Friday yeah. on the own network mm-hmm. um, at eight o'clock. Uh, I don't know who else watches this show but me, but Reggie and myself, but um, <laughs> TLC has a really good show that comes on Tuesday night at 10 o'clock, doubling down with the Dorico. Y'all want to watch that? It's some fuck shit with that family. Low key. Yeah. And high key. Um, this is damn kids. Yeah, Dion, uh, Dion and Karen Dorico. Mm-hmm. And um, Karen is pregnant again for the 15th this will make her 15th baby. They have 14 kids, and they have a bunch of multiples. Yeah. Um, so, but they stay in the news for fraud and, you know, by the big place. Yeah, net place, and he's supposed to be like a real estate agent and own a couple different re- re- uh, rental properties, things like that. So we were watching that. Now, I don't know. Now, this show just ended... I don't know if anybody watched the Reggie. I don't know if you watched it. Did you watch uh, Kings and Napa? I definitely not watched episodes of that one. I haven't. 
So I did watch it. It came on on, on Tuesday night. And um, it was very good up until the season finale. I, the season finale was very disappointing. Um, so that's something for you guys to check out. Uh, Euphoria just went yes. off on Sunday, the season finale of mm-hmm. that. So interested to see if Lou, uh, if Lori is going to uh, whoop Wu's entire ass for that goddamn suitcase what's going to happen to Fezzo we all know this is the end of Ash so rest in peace Ash is a real one yes and what is Cassie going to do now that Nate told her to get the entire fuck out of his house yes (laughs) (laughs) so we shall see I guess I guess they got picked up for season 3 they got picked up for season 3 but the new season won't premiere until early 2024 so I guess it will take a little break, a little hiatus. Uh, we are uh, all are anticipating uh, P Valley. I think they have finally finished, wrapped up. Um, they finished, found, they have wrapped up their production. So I think they are done. Yes, so they're coming we'll, in June. Okay, so I guess yep. we'll wait to see. Um, Still fucking Nikki Gilbert, but they're coming in June. <laughs> yes, Uncle. Uh, I don't want. I don't want to call him Uncle Rufus. What's his name? Uncle Clifford. Uncle yeah, Clifford. Uncle Clifford. Down to the so we'll, yeah, we'll see. Uh, Uncle Clifford and um, Miss Mississippi and yeah, the rest yeah, of the game, uh, honey. Uh, yeah, yes. down to the Stars Channel. You know, I'm ready to. You know, I really think that um, <laughs> Big Beach. I, I I really think that that is my that is my day. It really. <laughs> Like, so I guess whenever BMF comes back on, we will be watching that as well. And I think, yes. is that all we're watching? Um, Abbott Elementary, make sure I continue to support that show. It's yes. three hiatus. It comes back later this month for the rain of episodes for the season. But yes, Abbott Elementary is the last episode. With the step, step show. Yes. yes. <laughs> and guys, oh, also support Grand Crew. That is, yes. that is very good, too. Um. The characters on there is a bit weird, but <laughs> it's a good show. Yeah. That girl, the the girl is up there. Um, her wigs are always horrible. They always horrible. Any show she on, Nicole Byers, bless her soul. So yeah, but definitely watch <laughs> Friends Crew. It's it's pretty good. Like I yes, said, typically, if you have a friend group, you can relate to somebody in that friend group on that show. Yes, yes. Or if one elementary. of your friends can be compared to. Somebody in that friend group. Exactly, exactly. And just that you know, Abbott Elementary is on ABC on Tuesday nights when it comes back at 9 p.m. Or on Hulu if you miss it. And then Grand Crew is on Tuesdays as well at 9, I believe, at the same time on NBC. And if you miss it, you can watch it on Peacock the next day as well. And the last thing is, um, now my son loves this show, The Wonder Years. That comes on Wednesdays on ABC. And I I think they're on at nine if I'm if I'm not mistaken. You I guys believe know so. this is the last season of Blackfish as well. So. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I, different things. Yes, you know, keep us entertained because you know the show's about to go off for the season and then the shows for the summertime is about to start coming real soon, everybody. So And I guess yeah. Candy in the game premieres this coming Sunday. Um, so we're gonna see with them what they got going on. They nasty ass restaurants with the nasty ass food and roaches and shit. But that's not here over there because of that business. So we got supported. But you know, we're gonna call it out when we call it out according to the reviews and whatnot that everyone show out. And you know, we shall see. <laughs> but everyone, we do thank you all for tuning in.
show again. Uh, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, on Anchor, on Spotify, on what are we still? Okay, can we still click? No, um, can we no switch over to Spotify to Anchor? But I'm still trying to see if we can claim Spotify <laughs> right now because of the fact that Joe Rogan, his N-word rant, or how you keep saying the N-word and stuff like that. NDRE said that you know she called him out. She said it's okay. Um, yeah. So we on Spotify. Yeah, y'all really trying to be in the news for something. You know, she always try to pop out the woodwork here and there. It's, um, well, she need to pop out with an album. Right. <laughs> and stop talking, but just do an album or something. But anyways, we're on uh, Spotify, on iHeart, on Pandora, on Google, and podcast, everybody. Again, you can catch me on Instagram at MR underscore DLC, on TikTok, we're at the Doc Report. On Insta, I mean, on Twitter at Mr. Doc Mr. Doc and FNL Radio on Facebook on FNL Radio. Monique is on Twitter at Kick Love nineteen eighty and on Instagram at Bad News Doll eighty, and that's Bad News with a Z. And um, I think that's all. I think we. I think we covered it all, honey. Yes, everybody. So again, thank you all for listening to tonight's show. We will check you out all next time, everybody. Don't bust people's heads with bottles. Use your words, people. Use your motherfucking words. And again, I know gas is very expensive right now, but according to the streets in the land, people are drilling holes in people with gas tanks on the bottom of their cars and <laughs> taking the gas out. So be on the lookout for your cars in the morning, people. You don't hear your car running. Just yeah, look at the bottom. Um, this may be the last AAU trip to Jada go on for a while because I was looking at the calendar, looking at the schedule. They got a couple dates um in Winston-Salem. He may not be going to that. <laughs> if the gas go up to $5 a gallon because I already have an hour for me to work. So yes. typically I have to fill up my car like twice a week. I typically fill it up at the beginning mm-hmm. and um on Monday and I don't have to fill it up again until Friday. So, okay. <sighs> Biden, get these past gas prices together. Get some oil reserves and whatnot. If you want to uh, get elected for another time, I mean, if he's alive to do it, but you know, okay. okay. But, <laughs> but again, thank y'all for tuning into tonight's show. I'm ready. We love y'all. Thank you again, and peace.